It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This doesn't work. No, it's not really. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Friday. This is the Flowtrack Podcast. I'm Kevin. He is Gordon. Our email address, flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. We're doing some over-unders for the first weekend of indoor track and field action. Going to throw some road racing over-unders in there as well because we got the Houston Half Marathon and Marathon coming up this weekend. Gordon, happy first day of track because you said Wednesday was the last day before track. No, I didn't say it was the last day before track. What did you it was say? The last, the final slow news day of the podcast before track started. Before track yeah, started, so the last day before track season. Yeah, and this is also the final nothing to react to podcast mm. because the we season will have reactions. The season this. starts like tonight, kind of. There's mm. some races going on right now as we talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some races going on tonight. Saturday's gonna be great. Sunday, obviously, we have uh, Houston half. But we're going to be doing some over-unders today. And what I want to do, though, is we both have a clean slate. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to do this segment over and over and over again. We're going to keep and we're going a to keep record. Track, oh. record. And then we're going to see, we should think, whoever has a better record by the end of the year wins. All right. The I'm- other person treats the other person to a steak dinner. I'm, I'm in. I mean, maybe not steak dinner. Cause- Come on, steak dinner bet. But you're, you know, you're like really. You eat every time I see you you're eating kale, so I don't want to get you off of your your I, I can do nutritional program. I can okay. do a steak for you. All we'll right, we'll do fine. it in December. Okay, we'll go to right after your backflip, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm and down. Then, but whoever, you're still getting a steak. You just have to pay for both. So yeah. You're paying for two steaks and eating one. I like it. Are yeah. you gonna keep track of this though? That's always the hardest part. You got to keep track of it. Yes, I'm going to attempt to keep track of it. We got a handy document right here where you can just put Kevin or Gordon. Yeah, and, and also the the viewers could keep track of it for us. Well, I want you to they know. Want to. I'm, they're not going to do easier. that. No, they're not going to do that. This is not a two-way operation. We provide a service to the viewers. Okay. They don't need to Fair do enough. our work for us. Here's the thing, though. I'm not going to always pick the opposite direction as you. I'm going to pick that's fine. what I believe. Yeah. So gonna, there could be some weeks here where we're pretty similar. I'm going to – that's fine. Okay. 
but eventually we're going to zig and we're going to zag and you're going to go off the deep end and I'm going to go up the mountain and it's so, going to be great. So I set the lines this week. Should we alternate? Yes. Because I feel like that could give someone an advantage if we don't mix it up. So you think every week we, we switch? Yeah. Okay. Ready? This is going to be fun. Let's dive in. We just created a year-long segment just now. Pencil in Fridays, guys. Buckle Fridays up. over-unders. It's going to be great. Uh, Nothing that happens like on f- – I mean, if there's a Friday morning or Thursday night big track race, it's not going to get included. Well, let's do a, a one-off yeah. one Wednesday or whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay, over-unders. Are you ready? I set the lines here. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. First one. First one, Matthew Bowling of Georgia. He's running a 300, Gordon. He's running a 300 in Clemson. I will venture to say this is going to be a very tough time to predict. It's off distance. It's early season. I went with 32.1 for Matthew Bowling in this indoor 300. You went over or under? So 32.1 is the second fastest time in collegiate history. Yes. The collegiate record is 31.99 by Jacory Patterson, who still in school. Mm-hmm. Um, what is Bowling's 300 PB? Does he have a 300 PB? We, I do, was not able to find a 300-meter PB, which was what made this so difficult. But I'm looking at how good he is in the two. And you know I've always been a bowling 400-meter believer. I hope more than anything, maybe we get some more bowling 400s this year. Could this be the first step? I don't know. Maybe it's just an early season over-distance test. It sounds like you're leaning over the 32.1. I did use the, the Jacory Patterson mark as a it's kind of a, a marker there. I think it's – I'm going under, man. I think it's – I think we're going to see a 31.9. I think he's going to break the collegiate record. 31-9, which would put him in elite company. Yeah. But this is not a race that's run very often. Fastest indoor 300 time in history, Stephen Gardner, 31-5. Noah Lyles in Albuquerque ran 31-87, while Spearman ran 31-88. Just to give people an idea of some times. But you think he's going to go sub-32? Sub I think it's, no, Well, I think he's going to go sub-32-1 because that's the line that yep. I'm going off of. And then I'm going to hope that maybe we see something special. But I'm – I'm willing to think that there's a good chance he runs 32.0 or 31.9. He's one of the best talents. He's quick track too. Yeah, tracks quick track. Produce some fast times. He's run 19s in the in the 200. We know what he can split in four by fours. He splits 43s in four by fours. I mean, that's a better version of a Corey Patterson. Patterson a little bit better, obviously, in the 400, but bowling much better than Patterson in the shorter 200. So, yeah. The only reason I have a little bit of hesitation early season, maybe I should have added another tenth or two. I'll go the opposite way on you. I'll go over. I'm keeping track of these as we go. But the bigger question I have is, is this going to lead to longer distance stuff for Matthew Bowling? I I can't get the 4x4 from the Texas State meet out of my head and just how good he was uh, in the quarter, in the two, in the hundred, in all those events. Haven't really seen him do it much in college. I mean, has a forty-five fifty-one PB, which is which is really good from indoors. Uh, he ran that Carolina Challenge back in twenty twenty-one. So, four hundred ability is still there. I hope we see it. Let's move on to the next. So you're one. going over. I'm going over. You're oh, over. You're, and I'm okay, under. so you're keeping track. Yeah, of that I, got, document. I got the master document. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, next one, Steiner, 
Abby Steiner, indoor 400. This is her first 400 indoors or out since high school. Looked up her high school PB. As best I could see, it was 57.2. I did not use that as a line, though. Yeah, that is I, not I, the over-under. I think she's faster than 57.2. Way under on that one. So this is a 300-meter track, correct? That Abby yes, Steiner's racing flat 300-meter track. Flat 300-meter track. So then it gets really difficult. I went 51.5 as the over-under for Abby Steiner. 51.5. Dude, I think it's under. I think she's can run 50. I mean, it's weird to think about because 50 is not what we think it is because a lot of these women can run in the 48s. On four by four splits and forty nines, but it's indoor. Indoor, yeah. But it is flat three hundred, and it is Abby Steiner, and I think that she is, um, yeah. It's just it'd be so weird to see her go out there run a fifty one like seven. That just that seems so slow okay. to me to patch up to Steiner. So I think she has to be under fifty one five. Fifty one five. You're going under. Yeah, you you look at this. The hundredth best time in an indoor four hundred. Is fifty point eight five. I feel like she could get into that mix, but the opener element. Too. That's the idea. It's all. It's the opener. You have, and you also have no like their Flat. expectation. Are they going to be? Yeah. Doing a hard workout the day before or yeah. whatever. Like you have no idea. Flat track too. You're going under. Going under. Okay, I'm going to go over again. Ooh. I'll, I'll be the over guys, even though I over I guy. set the line here. Um. All in the game says sub fifty one. Yeah, I went back and forth on this one. Ultimately, just the uncertainty of knowing the purpose of it and the track itself led me to bump it up another half second. Let's move to the distances for a moment. Okay. Matthew Centrowitz is back. He's running. He's actually doubling up at UW. So he's running 1,000, and then he's running the mile. Now, the 1,000 comes first. The 1,000 comes first, and in that 1,000, he's got some good competition there. Johnny Gregoric. Joe Wascom. But my question is about the mile, which is later. Mile. It's in heat five, right? He is in heat five of five. So how long after he runs the 1K is this mile? Fastest heat. Uh, you have the schedule up. I'm not sure. It's a little under two hours. So Kai Robinson's in there. Cole Sprout's in there. Isaiah Harris is in there. As of now, could be some changes. Kieran Lum, he's good. Yeah. So given that Centro's had... Nathan Green's good. He's coming back from injury, and he's going to be doubling over under 1.5 for his place. In that mile. In the mile. Against Sprout, Robinson, Lum. Harris. Harris. Harrison's. Maybe this is the beginning of Harris as a miler. I mean, I think Kerry and Lum wins this race. And, like, he's – I'm going to go under. I mean, wait, wait. Un- the over. I'm going over. 1.5 plays. I'm so I think he's going to finish. He's not going to win the race. You don't think he's going to win the race? I do not think he's going to win. Not okay. Should I move it to 2.5? Would that be a better line? No, cuz I want to win this game. So <laughs> I'm going over. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over too. I I read a post where he said goal to be competitive and when you're doubling early season. You know, what? okay. Get your let's feet make wet. the line 2.5. You still taking the over? Yeah, I'll still go over. Okay. We'll we make the line 3.5. No, going over? No, 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 no. You don't you don't get to control the lines. I set the lines this oh, week. 2.5 is the line and we're both going over. Yeah, I, I could see him getting third. But again, the goal for him, just being competitive, I think he'll walk away with that. He ran that road mile in, in Hawaii at the end of the season, but he's had a, he's had a tough, tough go over the last uh, 
year or so with all the injuries and everything. So we both think he's going to finish outside the top two in the college field. Yes, and we're also. I'm not going to panic because it's January and he'll be fine. Remember, I remember the was it 2021 when he ran that 800 in Florida and he was way out of it, and everyone's like, "This is it. He's not going to make the team." And then fast forward to Eugene, and he was right there with Hawker with 100 to go. So not going to mean much ultimately, but I think I think this one will be just an adjustment. How confident are you that Central makes the team? I got to see everybody else. I'm not confident. Well, I know, but you weren't confident that you weren't confident that year either. He is 33. Yeah, that's old. For a 1500 meter runner, it's old. You're old. Nick You're Willis. older. Yeah, I'm old. You're older. Who cares if I'm older? That means I'm older than everyone. Yeah. So he ran in Miramar April 10th, 150, and got sixth. And I remember you were writing his obituary. And I said, no, no, no. Hold on. Just wait. Yeah. I think I said that. I'm not sure if yeah, I said that. Yeah, and then he went on his, his well. But then well, what, then everybody was all shocked. Everybody was all shocked when he got second. I was like, actually, that was pretty good, considering he was running 150. No, but when he ran his the May race, the track meet race, when he yeah. ran 336, then he Usually when someone says, oh, I just want to be competitive and get out there and mix it up, you're like, wait a minute, you were really good last year, you'll be fine. With him, I think you should pay attention to that this time because he's been off for so long. So I I do think if he is in the mix with these top collegiate runners, I think that's a good sign for where he could be in a couple couple months. All right, ready for the next one? Yes. This is a fun game. Okay, this one's fun. Makai Williams of Oregon, over under 6.48. Now, you might be thinking, that's really fast. That's his PB. But he set his PB in this same meet last year. Really? Yes. So if you pull up uh, Makai Williams' T-first page, I can pull it up right here. You can see uh, what's it, the Cougar Classic was the site of his, of his personal best. And that's, that's why I'm holding it as a, as a line. What do you think? I think it's over. I don't think he runs sub 648. I think he runs like 652. 652? Going over. Should I have made it slower? No. I don't control the line, man. You, you, you're the line guy. So you're doing... You're, I think he runs over 648. What do you think? I've been over on everything, haven't I? Yeah. I'm going to go under. There you go. Take I'm going under. under. I think we're going to see a big Mikai Williams year. I mean, it's going to be a leave no doubt year. For probably, Williams. He probably would have won the 60 last year if he didn't fall start. Yeah. So I think, I mean, and, and outdoors didn't go well for him either. I think this is going to be the, the season of revenge for Mikai Williams. So that's in, that's in the podium uh, complex out there in Spokane, the new, the new indoor facility, which pretty fast, pretty fast. Um, who's in that race? Can you pull that one up one more time, Colt? Who's running that 60 against him? So, there's, it's a prelim final, so the, the, oh, I the, get best, two shots the, best, at it. the best people are across different races. Oh. So, probably the next best person, there's not really much. Yeah, I mean, Brendan Stewart is probably the next one. In line, see. yeah. So he's gonna. So it's, it's he's not gonna be pushed, which gives my over better shot. I think, mm-hmm. but we'll see. I don't know. All right, Dol- Johnny Blockenberger's there. Blockberger, Johnny Block. Is he running the sixty or the? He's running the sixty. Oh, okay. Dal Johnson says over. 
He thinks 6.51. That's pretty close. Again, I initially was like, I'm going to put it in the mid 6.5s, but then I saw where he what he ran last year, and I think he's going to be a level up this year. He was pretty good last year. Next one. We're going to go to the roads now. You ready? No. Houston half. Now I'm ready. I said Emily Sisson's over under 67.11. Now, American record. Yeah. She set that one in Indianapolis, but her time in her best time in Houston is pretty fast as well, too. So we know the field's going to be good. Weather should be pretty good, too. Weather, it will be 58 degrees at 7 a.m. Yeah. And she's run so she's, 18 mile per hour winds. So she's run 67.30 in Houston. Nine per, hour, nine per hour winds at 7 a.m. Okay. That's good to factor in. You got to take all weather elements. And uh, and according to this weather sheet, the wind is going in this direction. Okay. Well, I don't know. The course might be going in this direction. I'm not sure. So I'm gonna have to get <laughs> up my. 60, I'm gonna have to get up my protractor. Sixty-seven eleven seems ambitious. So she'd have to run 19 seconds faster than her best time on that course. Then again, wait. Doesn't she have the American record? Yeah, but it was in Indy. It wasn't at Houston. Oh. Yeah. So she ran that in Indianapolis. In May of last year, then she went to set the American record in the marathon. So she's she's on a roll right now. And that time, sixty seven thirty comes from what twenty twenty nineteen, maybe. Yeah, she's better than that. I'm going under. I think she gets it. I'm going over. Under sixty seven eleven. Going over. Persistent for me. On the men's side, I went with Mance. And I just took his PR, which is 60.55. And I'm going to go under on that as well, too. Because his fields are really good. And he's going to get dragged. 60.55? 60.55 for man. Yeah, I'll go under. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're going to see anything like insane. Like, I don't think he's going to get to Ryan Hall territory here in the half. But I think he can, think he can knock off 10, 15 seconds at that time. So we've each taken three unders and three overs. It's working but out. Not, but not... We've only had two of ours are the same. This segment's really working. So someone's going to smoke the other person up. This is going to be good. All right. Here we go. All right. I added this one late uh, because it's got, it's got world record in the title. So we got to talk about it, right? And it takes place in the world record headquarters now of Valencia, Spain. So Yelimzerf Yehuala trying to break her own road 10K record. Road 10K record. Um, she ran 29.14. That's the mark, 29.14, which this story in World Athletics mentions only been better twice on the track in or by, by, by two different athletes, Gaudet and Hassan. Those are the only two who have run faster on the track. So uh, I'll set the over-under at that. 29.14, Yahuwala in Valencia. Does she break her own mark? I say over. Going no world record? No world record. No world record. I'm going to say over as well, too, precisely because of that stat. Only two people have run faster on the track. There's got to be a limit here, right? There's got to be a point when these road times are going to slow down and, or at least hold steady. Um, so, Cole, I have uh, 217 marathon. I put in a Google sheet on the. Um, on the thing, and this is, we can see kind of all of our, we can recap our over-unders. 
and see what the chat says about who they think is going to have a better day, a better weekend with their predictions. So when Colt brings us up, we'll go over through what we have here. But we one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven picks. We agreed on three of them. So bowling, 332.1. I took the under. You took the over. Mm-hmm. Steiner, 51.5. I took the under. You took the over. Centro, over under 2.5 place in the mile. Mm-hmm. Both took over. Williams, 60.48 in the six. We both took. I took over. You took under. 6.48. 6.48. I yep. took over. You took under. Sisson, uh, American record. You took the under. I took the over. Mance, PBing. We both believe that's going to happen with the unders. And then 10K world record, we took the over. We don't think that's happening. Or Yahuwah. Yeah. You want to make any last minute changes? You like no. where you stand? No, I'm confident. Mm-hmm. Confident this is going to be, I'm going to open the season with a couple seven wins. And oh? no, seven no, and oh? no, no, no. If I went five and two, I'd be, I'd be thrilled. Um, David points out you can wear faster shoes on the road than the track. Yeah, I know, but it's just. It just doesn't make the sense. Course, the course, right? Track. I know. I know. Yeah. Valencia. Every road is downhill. I, I I understand that at this point, but it's just it's just still strange to me that yeah. people could run faster on that. I'm old school. I'm old school. I remember the those days where track was the fastest place to run. Um, Khalil says uh, Makai Williams six point four seven at best, but he definitely wants to run the collegiate record ASAP. Pull up the collegiate record or that all time list. In what? Good. Sixty. All-time list. Uh, men's 60, yeah. Men's 60. Let's see what that looks like. U.S. US or collegiate? Collegiate. Cool. I'll put it in the, in the thing right underneath the date. Um, uh, we got uh, Leonard Miles Mills, who did 645 at altitude, along with Coleman ran Coleman. 645. Ooh, so he's Terrence cool. Jones technically ran 645, but we all are confused about that one, right? Yeah, still confused. And then Marcus Brunson, 646. Ronnie Baker, 647. Okay. And then Scott, 648. Then Burrell and Williams there at 648. So, so you don't have – Williams is right there. Yeah. He's already right there. So if he does go under, we're getting into collegiate record territory. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me if we heard, you know, in Albuquerque or something later on in the year. I can see him breaking it this year. Yeah. I just don't see it happening on, on the January opener. 14th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't need to go break it to go under. He's got three 100s to spare yeah. before he fully, fully breaks it. That's true. Tom says over under for Kevin getting a haircut one week. You know, I was thinking about that you need it. today. Well, I noticed my son needed a haircut. I said, maybe we should just go in together. Do it at the same time. I've done a new thing. I have bad haircut experiences, though. Really? I don't like talking to people, and sometimes it, it works, sometimes it doesn't. My wife cut it for forever. Okay. Uh, but then she quit on me and said, do it. She your, retired. Get it yourself. So I like the you way. Gotta let you... it grow out, Kevin. I know this I is did. a rough time right now. This is a rough period. But once you get past this, it's going to be awesome to have long hair. So, Colt, you'll appreciate this. In high school, I shaved my head. Like with a one all the wow. way down, like I had a buzz cut, and then I went away to college and I went an entire calendar year without cutting my hair, and I came back and no one like it was you know down to my below my eyes, and I didn't even know I had curly hair, 
like dead serious. Like I had no knowledge and people didn't know. And I said, yeah, neither did I. But then the more it grew out, the, the curlier it got. So I had hair that was down to my shoulders at one point. You did? Nice. Yeah. Um, I changed my thing where I now get a haircut. I used to get a haircut every like three or six months. Now I get it like every three weeks. Really? Change it up. Why? I don't know. Just I, wanted to I realized, support like, your local barber. Yeah, and I realized like if I if I want to keep it short, I need to cut it. Do you know often. your barber? No, I just okay. go to a place and I walk in, and it's a new person. You don't like time. request a specific person. Yeah, I've had good experiences there, and, and experiences where I was like, all right, that really wasn't like got to cut more. <laughs> just well, you yeah. can tell them to cut more. You I know, know that, but right? I feel I've done it you a couple times, bad, but then I do you feel ask bad. Them to do their job. Well, Come they on. do the whole fit because then I don't know, and then it, like I look at it later, and it's like, okay, that's not very, oh. that's not as short as I wanted. I'm bad. I I fully admit I had no idea what to say. I had to ask my wife. I said, "What do you do?" I never paid for a haircut. You just say, "Can you take a little ago. more off the side?" Or no, no, no. I mean, even when you go in there, you don't like, know I how to, in, you've never you walked into a hairstylist before. I hadn't. You go in and say, "Hey, I would like a haircut." Well, that's I got that part. And then yeah, they'd be yeah. like, all right, we're not available right now. He's like, all right, can I put my name down for the next appointment? Like, yeah. No, no, I know how to schedule an appointment. It was just how to describe what I wanted because I didn't really know oh, what I want. Take a picture of your old self. Yeah. I and never, then show it to him. Yeah. It just was too much. Because I didn't, frankly, I didn't really care. I just wanted it shorter. Got that it. was my main thing. It was the summer. It was hot. So, yeah. The first time I paid for a haircut was like two years ago, which people would be like, yeah, we can tell, Kevin. All right. I get it. That's not nice. Uh. Thomas Lester said, "Just go with the same barber as the Raiders owner, Mark Davis." That that would be fun. Not, <laughs> that's a rough haircut. Good shout. That's a rough. That's a rough haircut. Uh, okay. We all want to talk about anything else? Holt, what do we got? Gordon, got anything? Yeah, should talk about transfer news. Transfer news. Yeah. Amaris Taisma transferring from Alabama to NC State. We talked about how the coaching carousel was going round and round, and how that would impact. Some of the athletes at these schools, such as Florida and Alabama, and now we see Taisma, who's twice as finished in the top ten in NCAA cross. She's going to join the champs in Raleigh. So another big name for NC State. Yeah, and if you look at, uh, let me look at the pen relays. Let's get let's get excited about pen relays again. It's it's never too early to talk about pen relays. I'm going to bring up. Um, Last year's four by fifteen hundred results, and Cole, I'll put it in the in the chat for you. Going way back to the four by fifteen, yeah. So, as you guys know, NC State finished second to Arkansas. I'll put this in the chat. Not in the chat, but there it is. So, Arkansas they split four sixteen, four thirteen, four twelve. And then Chrissy Gear ran that 410, mm-hmm. close finish against Tui. Uh, they ended up beating NC State by less than two seconds. Anna Vess ran 417. Samantha Bush ran 410. Savannah Shaw ran 417. Caitlin Tui ran 409. Throwing in this Alabama transfer makes their team 10x better, right? Obviously, Arkansas loses a bunch. But NC State just gets better. Having two sub four ten women on your roster yeah. is going to make them very hard to beat. And now, though, not only will basically NC State won't be racing another team for the win, they'll be able to be racing the twenty twenty two Arkansas women and just try to break sixteen fifty three. Well, they're trying to go off the record, then, right? Yeah. I mean, 
that record got smashed last got smashed, year. Smashed, but then you look at the times. I mean, yeah, you. Well, and part of that was they had each other that's push true. each other, so you so you, be... you need someone else there to get the most out of it. But if the talent is there, then they could probably do it. Yeah, Lori Hennis, she's done a great job recruiting. Obviously, getting a lot of the nation's best to go to NC State, and then now also with the transfers, right? It's just like big name after big name after big name there. So I wasn't entirely surprised that she chose to to go there after, you know, her coach left uh, Alabama to go to to Florida. I mean, even if you look at the times they ran in that race, but like Tui has run a 406. Yeah. Yeah. Nevada Marino has run 413. Samantha Bush has run 413. Savannah Shaw has run 416. And then yeah, this is around 409 or 408, something like that. Yeah, so. they're, and their practices and their workouts like are going to be <laughs> yeah. they're, they're going to be exposed to some of the best running in the nation just on their own campus. And I imagine like at this point. What is Camille's she didn't run outdoors last year. Mm-hmm. What's Kelsey Camille's uh 1500 PR? Yeah. I'm sure that's good. She's run 424. Mm-hmm. Well, she's running 436 miles, but she's better than that. So mm-hmm. you throw in her as well. Her 4 by 15 is going to be crazy. Was there any other transfer news that happened during the No. Off-season? I mean, it does make NC State, the women, like, going to be really hard. They're going to, th- they're heavy favorites down to 3 P. She, she was ninth. They're replacing, yeah, they're adding yeah. the number nine finisher from last year to their roster. And, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it kind of reminds me, like, we could be seeing potentially if if Tui stays a, another year, which will be hard, but if she does, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be able to kind of really bridge the loss of anyone that is important with these incoming transfers. And yeah. they could go for the 3 P, and then if they win the 3 P, they're going to look at the roster and be like, why can't we win again? Because yeah. when you keep winning, you're like, why not? I finished 20th last year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to finish 20th again this year. Yeah, you know? it's probably got to be pretty appealing, too, for people looking for yeah. a new opportunity, a new school. Hey, they already have this winning tradition. It'd be fun to join that team, even as you know fourth, fifth, or sixth runner. People want to be a part yeah. of championship programs. So kind of success breeds success. Kids are saying these days. Say. Were you going to compare? You're going to compare to NAU, weren't you? That's where you're I was going. about to. Yeah. Okay. They're like they could be. I mean, we could look back four years from now and be like, this. Yeah. You know, maybe this transfer is like the reason why uh, when um, NAU got oh my God, George Kush, Kusha, Kusha. Yeah. Sorry, George. Uh, he's been one of the that transfer from 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 Nebraska to NAU. Yeah. He has been vital for them to have a good person in their top five. Mm-hmm to like make up for anyone else. And yeah. when you have these like vet experienced people on your roster, it's really, it, it helps bridge the gap when a certain talent yeah. that you thought would develop doesn't, you have this like already established developed talent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Maris is going to be. She's going to be an already established developed talent. So if one of their freshmen or sophomore kind of has a, a non upwarding Upwarding? Say off. Off yeah. season. Has an off season. Yeah. You just like, well, she's not because she's an established bit. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon, making up new words here. Yeah. In 2023. One of my new resolutions. You. Make up new words. <laughs> the Gordon Dictionary. Available now. We should sell that. That'd be a great uh, Gordon Dictionary. Great, great product. Yeah. Get that in the merch store. Oh, speaking of. You're getting a lot of text. I What's happening? Ads. Oh, you brought the gift cards. I brought the gift cards. Awesome. We didn't s- send them yet. Not though. yet. I I took the first step though. I put 
people's names on envelopes. So we're it's, getting it's there. a process. Yeah, I haven't put the stamps on yet, but we wrote our names, put their names. Got to write the. Thank you Gotta write the, the thank you letter as well. Is it going to be Christmas themed? Or the congratulations. This is not, we're not giving away this Shake Shack one because that expired. We talked about that Dude, already. Expiration dates on. It's not a, it's not on, money though, remember? Yeah, but expiration dates on these things, it's, well, it's a lie. They, no, it's to convince you to throw them out. It's because it's a bur- It's a free burger. That's how they get around it. It's not an actual, there's no monetary value with it. The free it's not shake. A gift card. This is a free shake. Oh, sorry, free shake. I should have known seeing as how it's the shape of a I'm shake. I'm going to go use this. Try it. See what happens. <laughs> Try it. Uh, anybody have any questions in the chat before we go? Any predictions? You want to leave it there, Gordon? Well, that's the whole, we did predictions. We literally, that's what No, no, people in the chat, do they want to make any predictions? It's not about you at this point. There's got to be something else that happened in the world of track and field, no? Some loud, Cole, can you hear all those loud noises coming from next door? Uh, no. No, it's not coming through. All right. It's got to be something. No, I didn't say it, Gordon. I think we covered all of it. Was that Norris? Went Going to, to OAC. <laughs> OAC. I saw a lot of tweets. I saw a lot of tweets. OAC. They got a big big group now, right? Yeah. I mean, they keep growing and growing and growing. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah, David asked, what about new pro sponsorships? That was the main. Is there another one that I'm missing? I mean, you talked about the Hoka and AC Elite. Yeah. Things. Yeah. I. It'll be interesting when we start seeing the Bowerman athletes. I'm gonna be excited about because we kind of, they've kind of been laying low. Like all like the announcements of who's running like at notable races, none of them are Bowerman running. You notice that? Like I don't, is Bowerman mm. going to Milrose? Probably not. Yeah, I mean the roster's certainly smaller. Yeah, especially on the women's side, of things. Yeah. So that's part of it. They're kind of staying low-key right now. I mean, maybe they'll go to BU instead, you think? Maybe. Yeah. The formula they had worked, like, in terms of just getting qualifiers. and Like, look at what Fisher did. It was yeah. He wasn't racing all the time, but when he raced, it was Very good. 10 out of 10 every single time. Yeah, David says Ribich to UAC. Um, yeah, we talked about Engels leaving UAC, right? Going back to Van Oy in California. We'll see what SoCal Craig has to transforms his career. I'm excited to see what he does. I I'm ex- I'm really excited for Monday's podcast because that's going to be the first real podcast that we've ever done. Yeah. Well, the this first real podcast that we've ever done? What do you mean? What do you mean? We, you know what I mean. We've never had results before. Yeah, we've this, like we've been kind of – the off-season for track is way too long. Is when the track end? It tra- ends. Well, the problem is it never ends, but it also never starts. But so. it, no, it technically ended like what September, first week of September. Um, yeah, right. Dime, there's Diamonds first week of September. Yeah, yeah but there's Continental Tour stuff. No, going that, on. no, that ended first week of September. So we had uh-huh. all of October, November, December. It's like it's been like four months, but like you're sprinkled with random college things here, a cross country race there, a road race here. Yeah, and it's just like. They make you feel like it's back, but it's never actually back. Sure, sure. It's back this weekend. As Flow Track, Ryan Fenn used to say, <laughs> track, track is, back. is back. Yeah. Track is back. When you have five or ten meets with people who make teams or are in the NCAA finals, like that's when you're – and we're well over that yeah. this weekend. But 
Yeah, you're right. It is kind of tricky. Right, Valencia Marathon happens. It's just like, okay, that's a big race, but that's in December. Yeah. And it's like, okay, when does the season end? When it feels it? all one off. Yeah, exactly. All right. Cool. It's Friday. Enjoy your Friday. Yeah. What are you doing this weekend? I am not sure. I'm going to be a dad like I am every weekend. Do whatever the kids say. I'm going to a Beatles slash Rolling Stones cover band concert. Oh, cool. Whereas two bands. Okay. Well, two venues, two stages, and one is a Beatles stage and one's a Rolling Stones stage with multiple artists playing covers. Okay. What stage do you think I'm going to be at more often? The Beatles stage or the Rolling Stones stage? I mean, I would be at the Beatles stage more, but you seem more like a Rolling Stones guy, which is why we don't get along and apparently I hate you. No, I don't know. No, I'm, I'll be at the Beatles. Beatles stage. I'll be at the Beatles stage. You more. are? Yeah, now that I think about it. I'll be at the Beatles stage. Yeah. But I'll, I mean, it depends how good the cover band is, though, too. Yeah. Because if you have a really awesome Rolling Stones cover band, you're going to go yeah, yeah. over there. Makes sense. I can hear the loud noises now. All okay, right. we can hear loud noises. There's an event going on over here. <laughs> they're doing like hype music or something. I don't even know. You know, they're, they're, it's not it's hype Friday. music for the pod. That's it. Uh, all right, anything we can get to, we'll get to it next week. Like and subscribe. Monday's going to be a killer podcast. It's going to be the first real podcast of the year. I'm excited. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. We'll see you then. Thanks, Colt. Have a good weekend.